Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah. Well, Bumper. I am excited to see those linebackers, but I'm also excited to see this basketball team. 12:30 tip off. Pat Bradley joins us now. You got flowsports.com yet? Have you signed up? I haven't yet. I was actually um, playing around a little bit to see if I could do it on my television. I got one of those uh, smart TVs. Mm-hmm. Is it jailbreak? Is that what you're hinting at? <laughs> what is it? Is it jailbreak? Is that what you're hinting at? You can get stuff for free. Oh, is that? Oh, I didn't hear about this. Do tell. Do tell. But no, I don't mind paying the dollars. You can look it up and figure out how to do it. <laughs> Google okay. it. Well, I got my laptop, got my iPad, but, you know, I just figured, um, you know, I've been playing around with my smart TV, and you can do so many, you know, I mean, you can get into just about anything. What is that, like, one of those um, websites where you can get every live sporting that's event. not uh jailbreaking jailbreaking is when you take a fire stick and you basically remove all oh. restrictions and you can get stuff okay. for free gotcha gotcha i'm still not that advanced christian still not that advanced <laughs> i, I but don't I'm even pumped. have it myself it confuses me yeah yeah i actually um i know that in the past um when things were a lot more difficult to to find on on tv uh there was this website where you could get because a lot of times like you know, for me, when I was living out of town, I couldn't get local Patriots games, and mm-hmm. um, so there was a way to <laughs> to get the local feed of the of the Patriots games. Yeah. So, but I think it's worth it, fellas. I mean, thirty dollars, why not? Right, four good games. I was watching Auburn play in Israel um, over the last few days, so kind of got me excited. Um, about SEC hoops, and then Kentucky's going to be playing tomorrow night on the SEC Network. So we'll we'll get a lot of a lot of good hoops, and there's a lot of things I want to see about this Razorback basketball team. How come your buds over at the SEC Network gave Arkansas the shaft and put us on flow hoops? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, the, see, I think from what I understand, Bruce Pearl um, has been working on this trip for a number of years, and uh, he's very vocal about. Uh, his time, he's he's Jewish, so his trips to Israel and what they mean to him and his, he's very active in um, just trying trying to bring awareness to the issues that, that they have in that, in that part of the country. So I think, Krishna, it's just kind of because COVID hit, and I think it's been a few years in the making, that he really had the discussions with ESPN. From what I understand, it was the really the, the head of – ESPN's college basketball, um, he was, you know, working with him. And, you know, that resulted in, obviously, Jay Billis um, going over there and Roxy Bernstein, who was the play-by-play. So, And then Kentucky, <laughs> you're always going to get on TV. Yeah. They're always going to get on TV. So I, I know it is kind of unfortunate, though, because these trips are every four years, right? Can you Can you go on it more frequently, do you know, or is it just – 
there, it, it yeah. can't be any other than four years. I think that's exactly uh, It's four or five years, but there is a limit on how many of these trips. You, you can't do it every year. I'm Gosh. Su- I'm surprised uh, SEC Network just that to two years wouldn't, take, uh, wouldn't just reimburse you, Pat. I mean, this is preparing for the season, and so, I mean, you could expense this, I would think. Come on, Wes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess I don't know how it works. Listen, we were. Uh, I'm. I'm just happy we were able to get a little trout fishing in. <laughs> and, that was and, awesome. And, and thanks to Terry uh, and his dad, Mr. Chatelain. What a guy. Um, I mean, we we were there for quote unquote work, <laughs> um, but uh, it was good. Did you go up to uh, Boston and decide you were going to become an angler and start fishing for some cod? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Believe me, man, I, as I was flying in, I was looking over at that ocean, and I was jealous of all those fishing boats I saw out there. But, Christian, next year, man, um, I hope they come through and make that like a buzz trip for all the guys to be able to get out there on the yeah, that'd be on fun. That river. It'd be fun. Oh, heck yeah, man. PB, did things. you get to make one of these trips when you were at Arkansas? We didn't do the... Um, you know what? What it was common was um, all, all all-star team trips. So, you know, we play in the summer times. It was common for teams to form to go overseas, uh, just not your team. So, after my sophomore year, uh, we went to Japan for ten days with the um, NIT All Stars, and that was. A team made up of um, team colleges that played in the preseason NIT and the postseason NIT. So on my team was Felipe Lopez, Zenden Hamilton, uh, Rip Hamilton, uh, Steve Wojciechowski, Corey Benjamin. We had um, basically it was it, a team that went over. We played the Japanese national team. Hmm. So, and then my after my junior year, I was going to go play on a team in the summertime to, we were going to go to Greece um, with a couple of kids, a couple of Ohio State players, Michael Red, Scooney Penn. Long story short, I had to take summer class. Uh. Can you believe it? I had to miss that for summer class. So to answer your question, <clears throat> summer tr- team trips were common. It was every, every summer. It was it was just um, made up of, you know, there was might have been a, you know athletes in action. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember athletes yeah. in action. They would take a, take a group over. Um, we it, it was it was a little bit different where coaches were gave a little bit more freedom. I played in a Boston, they called it a pro am league, professional amateur league. We had Brick Fox, a couple of other Boston Celtics guys would play in the, in the summer league. So. Um, as the years went on, coaches became much more strict about wanting their players to never, ever leave campus. <laughs> so in the, um, as, as you see now, it's, it's, you know, it's years ago. I mean, you would leave and, and you would go not, not on your own. I mean, but you know, I maybe because I was so far away, I would spend the entire summer in Boston. But I'd be working out, um, 
and also playing in, in a summer league, a pro-am summer league, and occasionally taking the, these trips. So, but no, we I mean we played in the Puerto Rico shootout. That's a Christmas vacation. That's a Christmas tournament. We played in the Top of the World Classic. That was in Anchorage, Alaska, but that was a Thanksgiving tournament. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. It's always risky to take a cup, take a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds uh, out, uh, out of the country or even off the mainland. You how never much, know what's going to happen. How much trouble can you get into in Anchorage, Alaska, though? Well, good question. However, at that time, of the, at that time it's 24 hours of darkness. <laughs> and um, it doesn't take much, Christian. I got to be honest with you. And you give, you know, twenty-year-old young I men. I guess that's true. Yes, because we, you know, we, we're just playing one game a day, and the rest of the time it was just. It was probably would have been better if it was like um, a trip. From what I understand, like Coach Muss is doing, where they actually have something to do every day. See, we Coach Richard was just like, "Just be ready for the game, fellas. Until then, <laughs> until then, we'll see you." <laughs> um, you know, that's probably that's probably the reason why. I mean, we stayed. We were in Puerto Rico. Our hotel had a casino in it. So, you, I mean, it was pretty much where everybody spent their off time hmm. <laughs> was down in the casino with their per diem. <laughs> PB, what do you what do you want to see uh, when uh, out of the Razorbacks on their four game swing overseas? I want to see, <clears throat> well, the uh, I want to see the rim protection because with the the Mitchell twins, Brazil, even Kamani Johnson. One thing must have talked about, <clears throat> other than I know every year we talk about the shooting, but it's it's the length. And if there's something that you can see a team, a Final Four national championship type team, it is their ability to protect the rim at a high level and their ability to get buckets right at the rim. And, you know, we got a lot bigger. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I, I, I want to see the effect that, that is around the rim. Um, and then I, I, I just – that to me is going to have a big impact on how deep we can go into the tournament. You saw what Duke had in that kid Davis, that big fella. Yeah. To me, he was the difference in that game. I mean, that dude, not only was he chunk dunking everything right around the rim, but he was blocking shots. He was a Williams shots. or Boncaro? Um, Williams, big okay. kid. The center. Yeah, Boncaro obviously was, you know, I mean, you look at Walker Kessel. I know Auburn, um, you know, dipped out of the tournament early, but they were number one team in the country last year. And if you get a chance to watch that kid, Walker Kessler, what he was able to do with the rim, I mean, that's a game changer. Uh, so to me, and, and that, the only reason I'm saying that is, that was really when you watched some of their games last year, that's really kind of what you saw, like, oh, man, a little overmatched there. Um, and the other thing, and I know it'll come, I'm just curious to see how they get into an offense. Who's running the point? Uh, obviously, Anthony Black would be, but just how does that work? Is it a free-flowing offense? Is it they were running sets for Nick Smith Jr.? Um, so I guess they're sort of their transition into offense 
and how that is. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I have to watch it. Auburn is a scary defensive team. They are 94 feet in-your-face pressure. Um, <clears throat> and that's the other thing I'm, I'm curious to see. Just what kind of a defensive team it'll be? Is it going to be like a dog, bunch of dogs out there, or, or are we going to be again? There's a lot of length, man. When you could Anthony Black, six seven, who apparently they say six eight now. Nick Smith Jr. six five, Devo Davis six four with a what six nine wingspan. I mean that's your backcourt, man. That's that's not to mention you know Ricky Council six six. So it's a it's a lot of length on that team. Um, so we'll, we'll, uh, that, that's a few of the things I'm looking for. Wanted to get your opinion on this over the weekend. Kevin Durant met with uh, Nets owner, Joe Sy, oh, and he basically oh. said, you can choose me or head Chris. coach, Steve Nash and general manager, uh, Sean Marks. So what would you do in that situation, Pat? I mean, what are we thinking? What did you already say? I mean, you gotta be fed up with this. I mean, it is the NBA off season is the gift that keeps on giving. Because it seems like the drama is better than uh, mm-hmm. you don't remember this, but the old Ricky Lake show. Wes will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what? It, what it seems. First thing is <clears throat> when some of this information gets leaked. You know, everybody's got an agenda. Like, who would leak that? Like, who in their right mind? It makes everybody look bad, right? Doesn't it? Because now, if that happens, the Nets look weak, and it makes KD look bad because he's trying to basically get two guys fired after we already got Kenny Atkinson, the previous coach, fired. <laughs> so you got to wonder, who the heck would even leak that? Like, who is that helping? Um, so I think it makes everybody look bad. And I'd be, I'm, I'm surprised that KD hadn't pulled the LeBron James and come out and said, no, 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 I never said anything like that. I never said anything. But I, I my initial thought is, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets gets rid of the GM and the head coach. This will be the third head coach that's going to be coming in to coach for the Nets while KD is there. What GM and head coach in their right mind would want to take that job? Hmm. Knowing you could get fired next year if things don't work out. So that's why something, something doesn't smell right about this whole situation. Um Again, I, I, it doesn't make KD look good. It doesn't, in like in my estimation, unless now, <clears throat> you know, KD side let that leak, so that now Brooklyn even feels more pressure to trade him. That's my thinking. Mm-hmm. Per, yeah, perhaps. But the question is, Christian, like, unless this is all backdoor deals. Like, let's just say the Heat or the Celtics, who are championship contenders, as is. Unless they've already had discussions behind closed doors, like, all right, we know KD isn't that type of a troublemaker. You know, that type. he's not going to bring that t- type of attitude to the locker room to, to ruin your team. This is just a, the, a, a tactic to get Brooklyn to act. Um because in general, I mean, why would you want to bring on someone who is demanding to have their coach and GM fired? You know, just in general for a locker room, you know, you don't want that type of personality. Um, 
Although he seems every every place he's been, he seems to be a great teammate. So that that's what seems a little bit odd to me. Um, and just even with KD, why do you want to put like I like I get you want to have input as a player, whether you're Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or KD or LeBron James. I get that, but the whole Steve Nash is one of our peers, and you know we don't need a traditional head coach man you yes you you do mm-hmm. i mean you need somebody who you know all roads lead back to that one person and um so it's a very it's a it's a bizarre situation i i without knowing all the backdoor deals that are going on i mean i i would love brooklyn to say we're gonna run this back everybody hmm. ben Kyrie, <laughs> ben simmons you're back Kyrie, you're back. Now, Steve Nash, I agree. He shouldn't have been hired as the head coach anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, and Sean Marks, I don't know what he did wrong. <laughs> what did Sean Marks do wrong? All he did was sign UKD to a multi, what, billion-dollar contract. Not really, but and let you sit out while you were recovering from your Achilles tendon. I don't even what think he, Marks he made the signings necessarily. I think it's KD and Kyrie found a team that they could both sign with, and they signed there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. I. It's just <clears throat> the the whole. And Katie still got four year on his deal. Four years. His contract extension years? starts this year. And it's for four years, right? right? Yep. I mean, that's crazy. Imagine that. It's it's just, I don't know, more drama. Baby. He needs a home. KD needs a home, Wes. Ah, he's got a home. Just stick it out. Thank you. <laughs> he's got a multi-million dollar home. The All right, boys. Jimmy Houston of Boston. Thanks, man. Talk to you later. All right, boys.